Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 238 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. I am so stoked for this week's guest. I am a huge, huge fangirl. Heidi Clements is the unofficial badass big sister of Instagram. She gives you the fashion and the sound advice that you've been looking for because she's gone through it. She moves through life's ups and downs with grace and when everyone is running for the hills from their troubles, Heidi is blowing the lid off of them and embracing them. This is such a fantastic, honest and refreshing conversation. Let's get into it. Heidi, what's going on? Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, Amazing. Where in the world are you? I am in Los Angeles, California. Currently, I'm about to move a little bit uh, further up the coast. Uh, oh, as they nice. Whereabouts? Like up like San Fran area? No, closer to like Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah, magical. Nice. I'm a lucky girl. So I have magical. rich friends. Yeah. Thanks, rich friends. Yes, rich Shut kind up. friends. Oh, Santa Barbara is like money. it is unbelievable up there. Yeah, it's beautiful. So it really is. It's really cool too. It's gotten pretty funky and yeah, you know, you know, not as sort of slow beachy as it used to be. It's pretty cool. I mean, if Megan and Harry live there, I could live they there. Do? Megan and Harry and Oprah, they're all in Montecito. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to chill with the royal family or the ex-royal family, which is the only kind of royal family I like, quite frankly. Yeah, totally. The, the rebels of the royal family. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes, Love please. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun. Um, Heidi, I, I want to get in and talk about um, your Instagram and all the beautiful things you bring to Instagram and make it such a fun and happy place. But before we get into that, I want to talk about BS Heidi. 
before sobriety, Heidi. And I know we you kind of mentioned like, why do I remember all the crazy, yeah, insane shit I did when I before I was sober? Yeah. Um. It's so if you could kind of give us like a behind the scenes of like, what was BS before sobriety, Heidi? Like, Heidi was a lot of fun. Yeah. To other people, but not so good for herself. Mm. Um, you know, it's funny. I. I started drinking really young, like 13 or 14. I remember the first time I got drunk was with my dad, who thought it was really funny that I was drunk. There go the dogs. Can you hear them? No, it's okay. No? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so I started, I think the first time I got drunk was in front of my dad at like an event I was helping cater and we would, you know, one sip for you and 10 sips for me. And I was hammered and we got home and I threw up in the driveway and um, he thought that was hilarious. So that's probably not the best kind of parenting you should have uh, when it comes to drinking. Um, and I just drank all the time as I got older and as I went to college and I just, I really just was drunk a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it didn't get really crazy. I would say, you know, in my twenties and thirties, it was just fun. It was a good time. I wasn't blacking out yet. Yeah. And so, you know, just like everybody else, we were just drunken party people hanging out in the Hamptons, doing crazy shit, you right. know, banging a bunch of guys. I shouldn't have been just really a little bit too fluid with my lifestyle because I was drunk okay. and I didn't really understand why I was such a drinker until years later. But I would say when I moved to California, which was uh, when I was 36, okay. I really started drinking heavily because I was working hours that nobody else was working. So I was working like 5 a.m. till 2 p.m. And when I got out at 2, I was like, oh, I'll just drink. Yeah. And before I knew it, I was drinking three bottles of wine a day. I was hiding liquor bottles. I was shopping at different stores. I was losing friends because I would get blackout drunk and they would be really pissed off at me. I got mm. pulled over by the cops once when I was hammered and had to walk the line. I don't know how I pulled that off, but I did. What? Uh, yeah. You pulled it off? I did. I They Oof. didn't give me a breathalyzer because I walked so well. Yeah. Uh, so I've had, you know, I always say if I didn't quit, I'd be dead because I have yeah. so many experiences where I was just way too far gone and way too blacked out. Like they yeah. say blackout drunks are like connected to Alzheimer's and that eventually it will lead to Alzheimer's. Uh, mm. And I think that was pretty scary for me. And I think that was one of the things I read when I first quit. Whoa. Thankfully. So yeah. yeah, I did some dumb shit. Um, you know, it always starts off casual. Oh, I got yeah. too drunk last night. And then the next thing you know, you don't fucking remember your life and you're in an uh, emergency room bleeding from your wrist that needs stitches because you cut it in the back of a limo that you rented to go pick up your friends at the airport for no good reason. <laughs> also probably why I'm broke because I would do <laughs> shit like, let's rent a limo and go pick your friends up at the airport. Yeah, because why not? Yeah. So BS Heidi was a yeah. lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, wow. Um, I, I wanted to back it up a little bit. And you said, you know, it, it was fun, right? Like it, it's like a gradient, right? It starts off like this kind of light misty shade of gray when it's all fun and games, we're all having fun, loosey goosey, which everyone, I don't know why every woman like aspires to be just like the easy chill girl. 
Well, I think everybody wants to be easy and chill in life. It's definitely a better way to be, but I don't think people realize that this drunk personality that you have is not you at all. Most people say they don't want to quit because they're afraid they're going to lose that fun girl. And it's like that fun girl is not fun. Let me tell you from a sober side of somebody who's hanging out with you, you're not fun. You're stupid and you're annoying. And you say and do shit that you would not do if you were sober. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with people trying to quit is they're afraid they're going to lose this part of themselves that they think is so dope. It's like, it's not get sober and you will find who you really are. You will be that if you're an open, vivacious, fun person, you'll be that person, but you're burying her in liquor right now. And she's just coming out in a different way and it's not Mm -hmm. fun or cool or cute. Yeah, I have to agree. (laughs) <laughs> like drunk people my age is the most uncute thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. It's foul. It's, and, it's and a also, scene. It's like, oof. And also, what I do don't think do people that? realize what a depressant liquor is. And it's not a depressant when you're drinking. It's a depressant when you can't get it and you're addicted to it. Mm. And you spend the whole next day spiraling about everything you said and did and not knowing how people feel about you. The greatest thing about being sober, A, besides being able to drive yourself anywhere, is never waking up filled with shame and regret. It's just the best feeling in the world. Totally. Oh, like, what did I say last night? What did I do? Oh, I didn't mean for that. Like, I don't know about you, but I made so many like excuses and justifications for horrible behavior yeah like oh well like I've literally lost jobs I used to be a like a DJ in LA and I think I when like during one of my sets I decided it was really cool and super punk to like pick up um a chair and throw it and throw it and get sued for possibly killing someone right I think I threw it at like a security guard because I thought it would like it was funny yeah again nuts I think I watch The Real Housewives (laughs) to see older drunk people and remind myself of how stupid it looks. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't even watch that shit because my anxiety just goes through the roof. Yeah. Like, all the yelling and fighting. Yeah. How long have you been sober? Um, Seven years? Seven years. Nice. Yeah, coming up on seven years. I kind of forget sometimes. Do you ever forget? Um, Not not anymore because I talk about it so much but yeah yeah, for years I was like 23 years sober that's wild and I did start smoking pot but not till like 17 years sober and I haven't even done that now for like the last 30 days because uh I don't I'm just such an addict you know it's not just liquor it's shopping it's weed it's food it's whatever you put in front of me I have to go zero to a hundred so definitely Um, I want to ask you a question about that because a lot of people, you know, are curious about, you know, it's called like California sober or however yes. you want to put it. <laughs> yeah. um, what kind of, why, what did you make, how did you make that decision to maybe implement cannabis into your life, into your like sobriety journey? I was working on a TV show, a sitcom called mm-hmm. Baby Daddy. And every Friday night after the taping, everybody would get hammered and stay out all night. And I felt really left out mm. uh, because I can't be around super drunk people. It's still very triggering for me. Although I, I don't mind mm. when people drink at all. I think if yeah. you have to control shit, great. But 
Yeah. Um, you know, 20 something year old kids are just getting shit faced and I don't want, I didn't want to see it. And so um, a couple of them smoked pot and I thought this could be fun for like, I'm not sleeping well. And so yeah. I gradually started smoking and I really enjoyed it. But yeah. once again, I took it to an addiction level and started using it to quiet the voices in my head, which mm-hmm. are the same voices I had when I drank. Um, and so I take a lot of breaks and this might okay. be a permanent break. I don't know, but I think yeah. if you're not an addict, pot is great. But if people tell you pot's not addicting, that's bullshit. It's very addicting. Yeah. I mean, anything I think as a society, yeah, yeah. Anything that makes off, yeah. feel good or like, I mean, it also depends on like what your definition of feeling good is, right? Like yeah. if, if like we, I, I think we can agree, like turning off the voices in our head yeah is great it makes us feel real good Mm -hmm. so I can definitely see how you'd want to keep doing that and how that might be kind of override and be a priority in your life and if I could do that without going from a hit Mm -hmm. before bed to waking and baking I would but I don't know how to do that sadly Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So I I think marijuana is really cool. You don't do things that you wouldn't do on marijuana. Like you're the same person. You just feel relaxed and not so filled with anxiety. But for me, I just take it to the wrong place. And I just think that's the life of an addict. You know, I'm an addict to the end. And and I think all of that stems back to my childhood. So yeah. How did you come to this? Like, like you're obviously very self-aware. How did you build this self-awareness within yourself? I did a lot of work, um, like taking a transcendental meditation class. I did ayahuasca a couple of times. I write and journal. And even my uh, social media posts are my therapy because sometimes I'm learning about myself just by writing something and saying it out loud. You know, Mm -hmm. I've been on a journey with everybody that's been on a journey with me. I'm most of the time Mm -hmm. talking to myself, you know, like even today I was talking about shame and it's only recently that I realized, um, why I'm able to say all the things that I say without being afraid of how other people react. And I think, you know, Mm -hmm. alcohol is, shame and alcoholism is shame. And I think if people were allowed to say, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm an alcoholic, I need to quit drinking. And I think most people are like, cool, do it. I mean, they weren't when I quit my, a lot of my friends were like, Hey, that's not cool. How are we going to party with you? And those don't exist in my life anymore, obviously, because that's a fucking horrible thing to say to someone. Yeah. But But also like, thank you. Like a blessing. Like, okay like the trash took itself out yeah exactly bye yeah um so I think that part of my self-awareness is just that I've always put out there Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling I I am my own therapist by typing it into a computer and thinking about it or you know by posting about it um you know I've become my own safe place and my own therapist I don't know if I'm right about the things that I say or, you know, but I'll, I'll also learn a lot of things just from, you know, watching Instagram quotes, oddly enough, or listening to Brene Brown or uh, Mel Robbins um, or every Oprah podcast ever written. And I just feel really fine about 
putting it all out there. I just think it's, it's healing for me. And now I'm discovering that it's healing for other people too, to hear that you can fuck up your whole life till 63 and still be okay. Like yeah. it's just part of the journey. It doesn't define me. It's just some of my stories. Yeah. And I think, yes, I, I was watching, what was it yesterday? I was watching one of your videos popped up and it was like, I'm not a failure because of this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, I think I said, shit. you know, I'm a failure because of this. I'm a failure because of that. I'm a failure yeah. because of this. And none of those things are actually true because yeah. life is not a test. And there's nobody marking my grades on how I did. But yeah. I think we're brought up to think that it is a test. I think women in particular really are trying, starting to figure out that everything we've been handed from the patriarchy is mm-hmm. a lie. Yeah. We're allowed to live our own lives. We're allowed to make mistakes. We're allowed to be a fucking mess. And we're allowed to the grace to clean it up. And yeah. I always say to people, you know, why should I have shame about being an alcoholic? I didn't kill anybody. I almost killed right. myself, but I didn't murder someone. That's what you should have shame about. You shouldn't have right. shame because you were drunk or because you had sex with someone or any of those things. Why is that shameful? It's just part of life. Yeah. Like, chill everyone please yeah i mean we live and learn like that is that is literally the point yeah of it's a life. lesson yeah, yeah. Some, hopefully you figure it out yeah you know, definitely. I, I always say like if quitting drinking were easy everybody would do it because nobody likes being feeling like a hot mess totally right and i feel like i don't know just from from your instagram specifically like 
you definitely embody like grace, not in aging and fashion and being just in grace with yourself, which allows other people to then like jump on board and be like, actually, like, why am I being so hard on myself? Like, why am I thinking this? Why am I kind of like opposed to sitting in it and mm-hmm. just running away from it? Yeah. I always like, say lean into the suck. Yeah. Like It'll we're go away always faster. trying to run. We're yeah. trying to run with like either substances, people, food, this, that, and the other. Yeah. I used to call it that I was racing to happy. Yes. And there's no, there's no race and there's no happy finish line. You just got to like yeah. be in it and be present. And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it really, it's a, booze is a, a real tricky little bitch. Tricky little nugget there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where would you find like today, where would you find like you have your pieces of joy or how do you kind of like cultivate, I don't want to say happiness because happiness is so fleeting, but I mean, I guess it all is fleeting. Happiness is the secret sauce to life though, because Mm. happiness breeds more happiness. And if you could figure out how to flow in a happy state, you just bring more happiness into you, but it's the hardest thing to do. It's like, you know, yeah. you something amazing happens, like, you know, something dumb, your post goes viral and 2 million people see it and tell you they love you. And it's like, you crave right. that. And if you can right. keep that feeling of how great you feel all the time, but for yourself, you'd yeah. be happy all the time. So I'm constantly seeking joy. And when things don't bring me joy, like the job, I just quit. Yeah or the house that I'm living in that I'm about to leave, I move on. And mm. I've been very privileged to have people that help me when I'm in a bad spot. And mm. um, like now, because I spent too much money, probably smoking pot and shopping. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I'm giving, I gave up my job because it was sucking the life out of me. And I'm very grateful that I have friends that are giving me a place to land while I get my shit together. But, yeah. you know, just the fact that I'm 63 and I still have moments where I don't have my shit together is something for me to share because I want other people to know, like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not always have your shit together. I don't even remember who I was in my thirties. Like, don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. Calm down. Go ahead. I mean, it's a long game. (laughs) It's a long game, right? Like marathon. If you're lucky. Yeah. I mean, for, for, most of us is it's it's a long game i i don't think life is short personally i think it's actually long i I hope not yeah but nobody's promised tomorrow so why are you gonna spend today like wrapped in guilt and liquor why yeah waste of a beautiful day go outside look at a tree i think that's the other reason why i'm moving is i just want to be around woods and water and Mm -hmm. less people um as i get older i want less of a like crazy city life yeah um, and I just crave like nature. I want to go look at a deer yeah, or an otter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think like listening to, to that. And I love, I love that you say like, even at 63, I still don't have like my shit together and it's okay. I don't know what I'm doing next. I have no idea what my next job is. Yeah, No idea, but I'm going to have one. I think what people are really afraid of, and maybe this is just me personally, but like You say that you have friends to help you. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. 
I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria LG Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. How do you ask for help? Because that I think that and that yeah, that's one of the hardest things, especially for alcoholics, because usually alcoholism comes from some childhood trauma. For me, it was parents that really did not nurture me. And so I had to nurture myself. And I ended up nurturing a lot of people along the way. And Mm -hmm one of the hardest things is to ask for help because you had to be your own help as a child if you were unnurtured. And I had to figure out how to do everything myself. And it wasn't until the pandemic that I was about to be homeless because uh, I ran out of money and the job that I was going to get wasn't going to happen. And in discussing it with my friends, they offered to pay my rent and they did pay my rent for a year and a half. And it was when I turned 60 that I realized I need to stop feeling like a burden on everybody and I need to start asking for help. And so when this last time came around, it was really hard for me, but I sent them an email, same people saving Mm me, Mm -hmm. saying, I'm in trouble again financially, no shocker. And um, I need to get my shit together. Can I come stay in your guest house and pay you rent a fraction of what I would pay in the city? And they just said, come here free of charge, however long you need. So I'm super lucky. Like I said, I'm very privileged. But I hope maybe it's because I've been such a good friend. Yeah. So I think that's part of, asking for help is knowing that you've cultivated good friendships with people that it's safe to ask them questions like that. Yeah. But also you, you don't strike me as someone who's just like a taker, like just tear to like no, it's suck really the life difficult. out of these relationships. It's right? very difficult for me to yeah. ask because of my childhood. I always yeah. feel like I'm a burden. Yeah. Same. I, I have a very difficult time saying uh, asking for help. And I think that's most alcoholics. And I think it all goes back to your childhood. Yeah. I think that's the secret is to figure out what happened to you as a kid that yeah. made you act the way you did. And I did find that out through ayahuasca. Whoa. What happened in ayahuasca? I, 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 ayahuasca is wanting wild, to try, but I, 
I realized that I was um, assaulted as a kid once, mm. but once was enough. Yeah. And I was assaulted when I was blackout drunk in my apartment um, that I don't even remember, but I knew when I woke up that someone had had sex with me and yeah. uh, my psychic actually confirmed it. I didn't even mention it to her. I didn't mention it to anyone. I never told a soul. But when I was done with ayahuasca, I went for a reading and she rolled some tarot cards and said, oh, I'm so glad you found out about what happened to you as a child. I wasn't really able to tell you unless you asked me about it. And by the way, that the rape that you think happened uh, at 2.30 in the morning when you were blackout drunk did happen. And I was like, you're not supposed to know any of that. Yeah, my psychic is amazing. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I just so got chills. Just knowing, like it sucks that I still don't know exactly what happened to me as a kid, but I know it happened. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of like survivor guilt about that stuff too. Like if you don't have a specific thing that happened or who it was that yeah. you, you know, you're, you can't talk about it, but I know it happens from all of the, you know, from my own sexual promiscuity, from being drunk, from all of that stuff, from the fact that I've been single for 20 some odd years, like not even wanting to fucking touch the subject. Yeah. Um, I know I was, I know it happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those things lead to a troubled life if you don't deal with them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, they create voids, right? Like, especially like childhood trauma and like not having your parents there, not having them to nurture you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe they supply like the basics, like shelter, food and yeah, whatever not hugs not yeah. i love yous not i support you none of that i didn't yeah. have any of that you know yeah. and my mom's gone now and there's like this sense that for me that she knows mm. where she is now now she knows yeah. um but it's hard yeah it's yeah it's really tough it, and it's like i always like to say like we're not here to like beat up our parents or like to blame them no for she did like, the best she could Exactly. She was 19 years old when she started Ugh. having kids. She did the best she could, but it yeah. took me till her death to realize that. Yeah. To not be angry at her. Yeah. Well, it's tough not to take it personally. Like this is why your you have mom, kids? your parent. Yeah. Why did you have kids if you were going to treat me like that? And, who, you yeah. know, that might just be my memory. She probably thinks she did a great job. But what yeah. I remember is not feeling welcome. Yeah. Totally. And I think, you know, that probably led to all of the things I am now. Now, could I have found that out through a psychiatrist? Probably. But I didn't like therapy, so I went for ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> right, right for it. I mean, listen, I think ayahuasca is a form of therapy. Yeah. I think it's an intense form of therapy. It's really dark and dirty. I think there's a new yeah. therapy now, ketamine therapy, that you can do with a therapist. And I would love to try that because... Yeah, I know that my mind knows what happened to me and is my head is wrapped around it and I have no problem with it. And I know that because my throat doesn't close up anymore when I talk about it. Mm. But I know that my body is still carrying the trauma yeah. of my life. And I would like to release that. Yeah. Oh, so the that's body stores energy. Yeah, it sure does. Yes, definitely. That's my next trick is I'd like to get rid of that. Nice. Your next trick. Uh, I'll keep you Love, that. <laughs> Love it. Heidi, I have one more question. 
what would you, what, what advice would you give to your younger self? Because you're out, you give so, such good advice. <laughs> quit drinking. Stop getting hammered. Um, you know, uh, love yourself. Just fucking love yourself. Figure out how to fucking love yourself and don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so unkind to who you are. You deserve everything in life, every piece of joy and happiness and never think that you, that you don't and don't let other people define you mm, totally. and quit fucking drinking and quit fucking drinking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you kind of need to like either chill on the booze or quit it like completely in order to really get to know yourself, like to actually come home to yourself. I agree. It's just a giant mask that is not healthy. And I, like I said earlier, I know people think that they're their best, funniest selves, but they're not, they're not themselves at all because most of the things you do drunk, you would never do as a sober person. And if you like how loosey goosey you are when you're drunk, you need to find that person when she's sober. Yeah, totally. I can attest like for myself, I'm totally fine with not being a chill, easygoing, loosey-goosey girl. (laughs) (laughs) I am super fine with my uptight, sober-ass self. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I recently discovered like, oh, wow, I think I have massively bad ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm super type A and my friends are like, "Uh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Always the last to know. (laughs) Yeah. I think overall, it's just really important to be kinder to yourself. You know, these are just stories. It doesn't define you. It really doesn't. And if you want to quit drinking and you tried and you failed, just try again. Just keep trying until you get it right. Like I said, if it were easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. And something will click. Yeah. Right. Something either it's, it's not the time. Everyone has their threshold. Yep. No, something will click, but yep. hating yourself into trying to change. Yeah. It's not going to work. Gonna work. No. no, not at all. <laughs> Heidi, where can we find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me at Welcome to Heidi on Instagram and on TikTok. I have a podcast called Matza and Melanin, M A T Z A H ampersand, or is it Andy? M-A-T-Z-A-H, Andy, M-E-L-A-N-I-N. I I wrote a book 10 years ago also called Welcome to Heidi. That's available on Amazon. And um, I've changed a lot since I wrote that book, but it's still kind of funny. Definitely talk about quitting drinking in there. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, Heidi. For Thank you so much for having me. I love what you do. I love that you talk about sobriety and um, I love the Instagram page. I think it's amazing what you're doing and such important work because- We need less Mm. drunk people in the world. Mm. Thank you. I agree. How rad is Heidi? I just love her style and I love how chill she is. I hope I'm half as cool as she is when I grow up. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, leave your feedback about the podcast. We love to hear your comments. And sharing is caring. If you know someone, a friend, a family member, or loved one who needs to hear the message in this podcast or any of our other ones, please make sure to share it along. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide and head to asobergirlsguide.com 
We got your back at any stage of your booze-free journey, from our Sober Girls Social Club to group coaching to do-it-yourself worksheets. We got your back at any stage of your booze-free journey. Head to asobergirlsguide.com now. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.